Welcome to Entrepreneurship is a Marathon, a podcast about how you can grow a profit-producing, purpose-driven business without burnout. We don't need more people starting businesses. We need more people continuing. Each week, we'll deliver the latest and greatest tips, tricks, and strategies for you to revive, grow, and scale your business. Now, here's your host, consultant, professor, and the business defibrillator, Vanessa Zami. How to make your story convert with our special guest, Monique Russell, a world-renowned communication expert here with us tonight, joins us to talk about storytelling as a professional, as a business owner, and in every area of your life. So we are going to talk about a lot tonight. Uh, pretty much Monique and I, when we get together, we just talk. But it's going to be definitely going to center around storytelling and why it's important to tell your story and where to begin to identify your stories and how to be most impactful with your story. And before we get to all that, we're going to go into her lovely, amazing, just accolades. Um, before we get into that, right? So Monique, you are world renowned in this subject. So clearly there must be a passion for it because all these companies are hiring you for it. Why communication, Monique? How did you get into this field? So communication picked me. I started speaking at the age of eight years old in front of live audiences and I loved it. It was like everybody who was running away from the stage. I was that little girl that was running towards the stage. So I think when you have something when you're a young kid and you actually do good at it and you like it, you enjoy it it's really a good sign that it's a strength and that you can go on ahead and start to develop it. Luckily for me, my mom, she saw that she put me in a lot of programs, performing arts, national debates. And so I had a lot of practice. So it actually chose me. And over the years, this is what I ended up doing. So I love it so much. I come alive when I get to share, when I get to speak, when I get to help others to tell their story in a way for other people to connect with them too. Love it. Fantastic. Fantastic. You saw how beautifully she communicated that, folks, too? Did you, did you notice that? Did you see how she just ran off there? Um, we didn't even prepare questions. Well, she didn't even know what questions I was going to ask. Uh, with that being said, we have so much more to talk about with Monique here this evening on tonight's show of Entrepreneurship is a Marathon. I know some of you are likely new watching this. So first, we're going to do a little mini intro. Welcome. You're listening to Entrepreneurship is a Marathon with yours truly, Vanessa Zami. We are here live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. I am known as a business defibrillator. My clients call me that because I help bring life back to them and their business. Specifically, I consult micro businesses and entrepreneurs on how to revive, how to grow, how to scale their purpose-driven business without burnout, sleep deprivation, or overwhelm. And as always, in every episode of Entrepreneurship is a Marathon, we ask the question and we explore the question and we take a moment here to acknowledge what has been your win of the week. What has been your win of the last seven to nine days? Maybe you're listening to this on a Sunday or a Monday or at the end of the week on a Saturday, right? But what has been your win of the last seven days? And so I'd like to start off with my guest, Monique. What has been your win of the week? Oh, goodness. So lots of wins. I don't even know which one to share. Um, so there's been an organization, a government organization that I've been courting for a number of years. Ooh. And so the win of this week, um, out of the blue, air quotes, out of the blue, yeah. um, um, <laughs> they luck. contacted yeah. me. <laughs> they contacted <laughs> me. And so now we are in a relationship. 
So oh, it definitely pays off to plant seeds, to stay followed up, to stay connected. And so that's a huge win for me. Um, because like I said, it came out of the blue, meaning I had already put it to the back burner, put it to the side. And sometimes those seeds that you plant, they spring up when you least expect it. So I think that's fitting because your show is entre entrepreneurship is a marathon and that's exactly yeah. it. We have to keep planting seeds. So I'm happy about that. Love it, love it, love it. And it's, a, I mean, there are so many things what you just said there. I mean, yes, right. And so that whole follow-up process, that whole, you know, staying in the journey, you know, still sure it was, yes, Monique did mention that she kept it in the back burner, but but right she still probably touched points with them every now and again stay top of mind you know ensure that they were aware of her story so that they you know kept on with the updates right and then eventually you know when the time came she was then you know contacted right and something else that you mentioned monique where you said you know the things they'll they come when you least expect it and yes they come when you least expect it but they come when they're supposed to come right? Everything happens for a reason. Everything works in each of our favors. Yes. Love it, love it, love it. Um, and so we're already so great. Okay. <laughs> what, the heck is that? what is my one of the week? Let me share. So my one of the week, um, I'm going to share about a client um, of mine who she had a breakthrough. So that's my one of the week. I just love when clients experience Yay. breakthroughs. Um, one of those breakthroughs breakthroughs that were like tears on the call and like oh, oh, oh i'm fixed well um so one of those aha moments for her and just being a part of that experience and helping her to see that light for her business and for her life and to just take her through that next transition right for those who have been in entrepreneurship for a while you know that yes it is a business development journey right but it is also a personal development journey as well too right 20 percent strategy 80 percent mindset and so we went through that mindset piece that like um, really for her as well. For those who listening on the podcast, I, I did a little little thing with my head there. But with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, remember to type in the comments, what has been your win of the week? So if you're watching on YouTube, scroll down below, hit the subscribe button, and then scroll down even more, uh, and then type in the comments, what has been your win of the week, even if you're watching a replay, if you're listening on LinkedIn or on Facebook in the Facebook group, Skyrocket Your Business with Vanessa Zami. Feel free to also type in the comments, leave a little reaction, and then type in the comments, what has been your win of the week, right? Take the time to celebrate. Let us celebrate with you. What is something that you recently accomplished, right? It could be personal. It could be business. But what has been your win of the week that you would like to celebrate, right? That you like to share, right? But maybe you haven't shared it with anyone else because you were like, who else do I share it with? You can share it here. This is your space. With that being said, we're going to go into our episode here, how to make your story convert with our world-renowned guest, Monique Russell. Yes. I don't read up her bio, though, for those who may not know who she is, right? So Monique Russell is teaching women leaders and teams how to have positive and productive relationships at home and work using effective communication tools and strategies. World-class organizations, including Amazon, Microsoft, Google, the Centers for Disease Control, Verizon, Intel, Equifax, and the world's busiest airport, Atlanta Hartsfield-Jackson International. These organizations trust Monique to guide them in implementing communication strategies that foster connection, community, creativity, and courage. You can too. Monique has 20 years of experience in the science of communication and leads Clear Communication Solutions, an international training, coaching, and consulting firm that focuses on confidently communicating from the inside out. So many C's in this. Love it. Um, she is the author of The Ultimate Speaker's Guide and the book Intentional Motherhood, Who Said It Would Be Easy, and the host of The Bridge to You podcast. Love it. Thank you for joining us here. Yes, yes, yes. Great. So 
here's the thing, Monique. You work with a lot of executive leaders, VPs, directors, C-suite, all the things, right? Why is it important to tell your story? If you're a storefront business owner, salon owner, or brick and mortar shop owner, including a cafe, home decor, furniture, or clothing boutique, then listen up. We have some incredible discounted workshops at thezammy.com for our podcast listeners to help you increase your sales by 50%. If you're looking for more tips on reviving your business, make sure to visit our website, thezammy.com. That's B-Z-A-M-Y.com to register for our upcoming business growth workshop on staff management, financial management, and time management. It's your time to revive, grow, and scale your shop so you can go on that vacation and still have your shop thriving. Visit bzami.com. That's B for Vanessa, Z for Zebra, A for Animal, M for Money, Y as in yes.com. Visit bzami.com for more details. Well, how are you going to differentiate yourself? There's so many people in different industries and in different roles and at a certain level, everyone in the room is smart. Everyone in the room is intelligent. Everyone has credentials. Everyone has academic backgrounds. So the only thing that separates you from everybody else is your story. The only thing that makes you memorable is your story. So if you don't know what your story is, you don't know how to tell it, you don't know what part will resonate with your audience or you're not comfortable with it, you're just giving yourself a disadvantage every single day of the week. Maybe you might want to pursue a higher role in your organization or you want to attract a certain set of clients. If you're not aware of your story or how to tell your story, then you're missing out on opportunities to expand and connect. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. And it's one of those things where you know you say yourself, right? Connection, community, creativity, and courage, right? And the communication, adding and leading to that. So curious, how did you identify your story? You mentioned that yes, you've been speaking and communicating since uh, the age of eight in a public mm -hmm. arena. But how did you identify your story, and how do you suggest others do it? Like, where do they begin? To identify yeah. Their story? So the thing is, we have multiple stories. And I know that, you know, in, in our speaking world, in our, in our business, um, a lot of times what is suggested or recommended is that you create your signature speech. You create that one single story and you beat that story into the ground. Well, it's 2022. And I don't know about you, but I'm kind of tired of hearing the same old stories that people have regurgitated 10, 20 years ago. So you have a whole bunch of stories in your arsenal from your life experiences, things that you've learned, things that you didn't learn, things that you're still curious about. And so what you want to do is take an inventory, take an inventory of your life, take, a, take an inventory of your lessons that you've learned, things that you've gained, things that you would never want anyone to experience in their life because you've gone through it and start to sift through and create a catalog for yourself of experiences from which you can speak on confidently. And that's what I would recommend and suggest for people when they're looking um, to tell their story. For me, I have many, many, many pieces of my story. And for example, I'm a mother. I have two boys, um, 21 and 15. But it wasn't until about two years ago, two years ago, that I actually brought that part of my brand into my public story. Most of my story 
focused on my presentation skills, my communication skills, the things that I've learned, the people that I've helped, the successes my clients have experienced, who I'm working with, things like that. But two years ago, I brought that piece of motherhood into my public facing story. I would, I would continue to help people behind the scenes and coaching them around these topics, but I would bring them in to learn more about my view on motherhood, how they could make their home life more effective and how they could take those transferable skills from work and then bring them over into their parenting. So this motherhood piece of my story is something that has just, you know, found its way into my branding communication. And it's allowed me to connect with a wider audience, make me a little bit more relatable in that aspect. And that's really what you want to go for when you're looking at sharing your story with the world. I love that. Beautifully, beautifully said. And something you mentioned, so you said that it only came to your story two years ago. So why then? Yeah. Like, so was the, yes, mm -hmm. because times change. So mm -hmm. I've always shared about my experiences being a mom, but I just never used it on a platform. So for example, I actually wrote a book about it. I decided that, you know, I wanted to write a legacy part of what I went through in some new areas of self-discovery, I found myself answering similar questions to people one-on-one -on -one privately in my family and in my friends network and in my coaching clients. And I said, you know, if I had a great, great, great granddaughter, <clears throat> grandson, family member, I would want them to know my views on motherhood, which are unconventional, which aren't the norm. And so I put that, I wrote the book and I put it together. Um, it became a part of my speaking topic list. I'm actually speaking on this topic on Thursday this week. Um, and so this is, this is something that I just added because it's relevant for where we are right now. And I think that's one of the biggest things that people fail to miss is the relevancy of their story. Um, mm. Not every part of your story is relevant for your audience. So you have to determine which parts are relevant. When is it relevant? How is it relevant? What do you want them to do after you share that? What do you want them to feel or experience? So yeah, definitely I added the motherhood. And as we can see in, in our topics today, <laughs> motherhood and the women in the workforce and the issues with women leaving the workforce and taking innovation with them is a huge problem. It is indeed. It is indeed. And before we get into a little bit deeper around that, so where can people find your book? <laughs> you can find my book on Amazon, okay. Intentional Motherhood, who said it would be easy. You can also find it on my website, moniquerussell.com. Okay. And make sure right. you grab a copy. I'm getting the link right now. So we can put that in the comments. So for those who are watching on YouTube, the links will be in the description. Um, so if you scroll down below, for those looking for the podcast, it should be in the listen notes. Yes. But with that being said, I love, love, love it. So it is something you mentioned important was sort of a, you know, well, there's a something you mentioned earlier about how, you know, we all have stories to tell, right? And we all you know people, there are people who tell the same stories for like 20 years. But you know that they're living life for those last 20 years. So chances are <laughs> there's some stories they got that are being created stories. in those 20 years, right? And, and it's not that the old story is bad. It's good. It's just tired. Indeed. 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 <laughs> 
So you want to ensure that you stay relevant, right? But also ensuring that, you know, and of course, as speakers, we say the same story over and over again. You know, you probably want to keep it, jazz it up a bit in your life, you know, jazz mm-hmm. up the profession. Um, and so I love it. I love it. Definitely as a, as a speaker, I found myself being more mindful of stories. Sometimes there are things I forget. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, that did happen. That might be relevant for that yes. thing. Oh, you know, that's our jotting it down uh, just to try to remember. But yes, 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 yes. So there's time and a place and a space for your story, um, whatever story it may be. And so- Are you interested in partnering with Vanessa Zami, the business defibrillator, to revive, grow, or scale your business? Then text 617 959 2203. We specialize in collaborating with storefronts, salons, and shops to help you increase your sales by 50% in only a few months. That's 617-959-2203 for more details. If you're looking to shock your 10-year shop back to life, then text 617-959-2203. It's your time to have a reliable team, increase store traffic, and glowing sales growth so you can take that vacation outside your country while having your store still thrive. Text 617-959-2203 for more details. So I'm curious in terms of what would you say, right? So this one mistake you mentioned was people using the same title story for many years. What are some other common mistakes that people do when it comes to either sharing their story, telling their story, anything in between? Um, So another mistake is just not using their own story. I see a lot of people who aren't comfortable um, with sharing their story. They will talk about somebody else's story and use that, or they'll use someone else's quotes um, and form their messaging around that. And while it's good to be inspired, it's it's not effective if you're brand building to be acquired. If I want to go and watch that person that you're quoting or that story, I'll go and watch them. But I came to watch you. So when you do that and you consistently do that, you're communicating to the audience that you're not comfortable in sharing who you are. You're not comfortable in taking a stand or making a position. And so that kind of waters down your brand because now you become vanilla like everybody else. And who really wants to hear that? People want to hear your unique story. They want to hear your unique position. What are your thoughts on this? So if you're, if you're not comfortable with that, you want to go ahead and look at coaching to see maybe why, why are you afraid of your story? What about your story feels uncomfortable or embarrassing? You know, our stories are not for us. They, they're for us to share so that other people can feel inspired. They can take action. They can have a better experience in their own lives. So I'd say not sharing their story is one mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, using the same one over and over again. If I if I came to your event three times and you're telling me the same story, then what's going to make me follow you? And I, and I love watching you. I love listening to you. What's going to make me come to the, the fourth event if I already know what you're going to talk about? So making sure that you pay attention to trends, pay attention to relevancy, maybe pay attention to the portions of your story that you're choosing to share. Um, The third part I would say, or the third mistake I would say, is um, telling too much, telling telling parts that are irrelevant, um, parts that aren't useful. Mm. So you, this is a skill. You you wanna make sure that you're only taking out the essentials 
um, because attention spans today, people just don't have attention. We have email filters, we have spam blockers, we have do not call, do not disturb lists. We, we can take our social media apps off our phone, silence notifications. And so attention is a currency. It's something that if people grant you with their time, you want to make sure that it's useful. So don't just tell your whole story and they're and you're making your audience have to think through okay which piece which nugget which what you're so you're just rambling you're not you didn't put any intentionality or any thought or any structure behind what that message is that you're delivering and so you're actually sabotaging your own brand so that's the biggest mistake that i see a lot of people make that was that those were some powerful things um <laughs> and i see those a lot as well you know but and then i think i'm thinking through i like to i also was in debate and so i like to say you know, what else what does the opposite person say so what do you say to that person who says but monique i have that person had such a i mean that book that book is so well known that quote is so so well known like what do you mean are you telling me not to use it like Shouldn't I be using and showing my knowledge and expertise and awareness of this popular thing? So, yes, you should. And I'm not saying you shouldn't use people's quotes entirely. I'm just saying that you have to be intentional about how you use it. Um, we hear these famous quotes all the time. Um, start with why. Um uh, I can't even think of the other ones right now, but we hear a lot of people use different quotes and we know that those quotes are not their own. So even if you use someone's quote, for example, then add your own commentary to it. Why do you like it? Why is it important to you? Why is it of interest to you? Why do you disagree? Why do you agree to simply say, you know, According to Vanessa Zemi, you know, this is what she said. Well, that's great when you're talking about research and statistics and things that require some sort of analytical um, evidence. But when it comes to storytelling, the best person to discuss and describe and talk about what it is that you do and have experienced is you. You can certainly supplement and pepper your speech with some motivational and inspirational quotes. But where we are in 2022, I don't know about you, but a lot of organizers, a lot of members in the audience, they're no longer interested in those inspirational, motivational talks for the entire time of your speech. They want practical takeaways. They want things that's going to help them make their lives better. Um, things that they can't find on YouTube. I love YouTube. I can get a lot of inspiration and motivation for free. So again, if someone's going to give you the gift of their time, you really want to take intention to make it more worthwhile for them. This is just my this is this is my opinion and my my belief. I love it. And it's, you have a good point there. And it's something it reminds me of something that you mentioned a little bit earlier as well about, you know, there are people who are, well, as speakers, assuming you have fans, right? They're probably coming to see you a couple of times, you know. And at this point in time, it's something that I definitely noticed a few years ago where there was that sort of there's that motivational speaking, but now sort of people want workshops, they want takeaways, they want 
you know, they want to take action. They may not actually take the action. That's a whole nother, another That's conversation, another, another episode. Another but <laughs> <laughs> they want to think that they can take action and want those takeaways, right? And they want those to-dos um, and things for them to, like, actually do with their, their life, right? So love it. Love, love it. Fantastic. So with that being said, what is one thing? Actually, you know, before we get to that, what's that? What tips do you have to help people with the conversion part, right? How to make their stories convert. So for example, you now have this, now you have the eyes and ears, your relationship with this government contractor, right? <laughs> what is the process that you're going to take to convert, <laughs> so to speak? Well, I've right? already converted. So oh, it ain't, converted. No, well, it ain't no process. My, my process was staying in touch and <laughs> <laughs> staying top of mind and having relevant topics and updating yeah. topics, not topics that... I submitted in the past, updating relevant topics and mm -hmm. showing them how I have maintained that relevancy with my expertise. But when you're talking to somebody new and you want to determine what emotion you want to evoke, people take action when they're driven by emotion. A lot of times we think that we're just logical thinkers and we're just making our decisions completely off of logic, but we know how the brain is set up. That prefrontal cortex is here. So that decision goes straight right to that immediate part before it gets to the back of the brain where it's actually rational thinking and we justify those emotional decisions with our rational thinking. It's If you've ever think about um, a situation where you know, you have an impulse and you just react immediately and then you're like, no, okay, let me stop. Let me think about that. It's because we're designed that way to just instinctively respond. So when we're talking about our story and we're talking about conversion, you have to make sure that it is something that people can connect with. How is it relatable to them? How can they make a difference in their life? You can't make this thing so big and so grandiose because now they can't see themselves in that picture. They can't see themselves in the experience that you've painted for them to help them have more success in their life or in their relationships. And that's really the bottom line. That's, that's where the story comes in. The story is to educate, it's to inform, it's to inspire. And if we can't connect with some aspect of that, and also if we don't have messaging around what we want them to do, then it's never going to convert. So you can talk about it all day long. You can feel good. I know a lot of speakers mm -hmm. who speak and it is exceptional and absolutely nothing happens. There's no interest, no inquiry, no follow-up, no, can I get on a call with you? Do you have some services, some products or whatever? And it's because they haven't infused that action step inside of their storytelling. So now we're getting into that business side, right? <laughs> so the story must be important and connect to their pain point, connect to their, their need at the moment. Mm -hmm. And then... We talk about that business part, that sales part. What, what do we do next? What, how do we answer the question? Okay, so what? What's next? What's next? So we have to answer that question. Um, and I think that is where it seems simple, but there's a lot of gaps there that I've seen with yeah. speakers. So. Indeed, indeed. What is, we only have a couple minutes left, so we're just going to wrap it up. But what would you say? What is your one key next step action takeaway that you would give to someone who is 
you know, they, their existing business owner, might maybe a micro business, maybe they're a local business owner, um, and they are, you know, trying to, maybe they're trying to enter the speaking world, they're, maybe they do vendoring or whatever it may be, right? There are many different ways for you to share your story, but let's say they're on social media. What is sort of one thing that you, one key takeaway, the next action item you encourage that person to do? You mean if the, if, if that person is trying to get into the speaking space for them to give their audience? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that, well, let me try to be general, but it depends. It depends on who, who their audience is and what they're offering. Right. So, but let me try to be general here. Let me think. So if, if, if they are on social media, they're a small business and they want someone to move to that next step, it could be that they simply invite them to do, let's just make up and say they do a business audit. Um, mm -hmm. If they offer services that can help their client improve their operational excellence or efficiency, they can provide a free audit. If it's a business that maybe they're providing SEO services, they can do a review and give that person where all their gaps are. You know, contact us for the next gap analysis or something of that sort. Uh, but it depends on what it is that they're offering. It depends on who it is that they're speaking to and more than likely how they will go ahead and take that next step. Sometimes you just want them to call, call or text. You know, some people might prefer that. So yeah, but the key is just having that and making sure that it's relevant. If you have an audience and you want them to go and sign up for a webinar, um, ooh, that might not be um, a proper next step unless you're talking to, let's say, higher education administration professionals and you're telling them for a 30-minute webinar how to get more students into their college campuses. I mean, you know, it depends on what it is that you're offering or um, who you're offering it to. So, yeah. And that was a takeaway in and of itself. <laughs> it's one of those, it just, there's no cookie cutter way, right? But I think the main thing that you're saying here, Monique, is that you need to stay relevant, right? It all And staying relevant, what, what is relevant, right? Someone say, what is relevant? That relevant is in respect to whatever your industry is, your audience, you know, relevant is in respect to, you know, today versus tomorrow. And so just being mindful of that and ensuring that you are, you know, being relevant, so you can stay top of mind for your audience as you share the story of the many lists of stories that you probably have in your life that you can share to really inspire and inform as Monique shared here today. So thank you, Monique. Appreciate it. How can people get in touch with you? Next up, Rock. Yes, you can always hit me up on LinkedIn, Monique Russell, Claire Communication Coach. You can visit the website, MoniqueRussell.com or ClaireCommunicationSolutions.com. You can always call the office line, 706-963-0322. Again, 706-963-0322. I wish I captured that for the banner. Um, but great. <laughs> also, I think I said I remembered that. But okay. Uh, with that being said, love, love it. Thank you, Monique, for that. Um, I put her, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see her link in the comments as well as in the description. If you're watching on LinkedIn, click on her tag there. Um, and feel free to connect with follow Monique and connect with her on LinkedIn for even more communication expertise, or just reach out to her if you're looking to get your story solidified and be the best leader you can be, not only for your business, but let's say you're watching as a professional as well too. So thank you, Monique, for joining us here.
this evening on Entrepreneurship is a marathon. It's a pleasure having you here with us this evening. And for those of you watching, join us next Tuesday for another episode of Live of Entrepreneurship is a Marathon on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. But with that being said, have a lovely evening, folks. And remember to stay relevant. <laughs> <laughs>